Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talking Smack podcast presented by the Griffcast here at Canisius College. Three sweeps in the MAC this week. Uh, and we'll, we'll highlight that as well as a bunch of national news and games over the past week. So let's get to it. My name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Let's do it. Mac series over the weekend and in sweeps. Manhattan with the sweep over Niagara. Monmouth uh, sweeps Quinnipiac. And Sienna keeps rolling 6-0 and with a sweep over the Ryder Rocks. Yeah, I think uh, – I suppose we can start with Sienna just because I yeah. think that's probably the most prominent – the prominent news in the Mac. Um, they're, damn, they're damn good. I they mean, are. they are they an incredible, incredible team. I mean – they have so many different options, right? Like, you know, just from a just from a scoring standpoint. I mean, uh, you know, we've talked about it before, but again, Manny Camper, uh, you know, J- Jordan King, Aiden Carpenter's played pretty well for them. Um, uh, Nick Hopkins, I believe, yeah, Nick Hopkins, uh, he's played well. Um, and you know, they're they're doing this without Jalen Pickett. Jalen Pickett is still right because yeah, he's so still you know. For them to be six and zero, and Pickett, I believe, has missed. Ha- I want to say half of their games. I want to say three or four games. Um, that's pre- pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable. Right. I mean, you know, obviously Ryder is certainly no world beater in the MAC this year, but no. Um, you know, nonetheless, you know, it's 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 not necessarily easy to you know play in these circumstances to play these back to back. So, no. um, for them to have three sweeps is pretty remarkable because I don't think we really expected a whole lot that you know this many sweeps. Right, right. I want to, on Sienna, I want to give a shout-out to Colin Golson because okay. he came in and made his collegiate debut on Friday, scored seven points for them. And then the Saturday game, he scored 14 points on – it was six of ten shooting. He made a couple threes, had five rebounds in that game. And he earned Mac Rookie of the Week in, like, just after his first two college games. So – like you said, they have so many guys. He might be another one now. Yeah, no that kidding. We, we didn't know about until this weekend. So yeah, yeah, no, uh, no doubt. Really for them as well. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's they're just they're just so deep. They're they're so they so are. so deep. They you know are. what I mean? I, they're they're even deeper than I think either of us either 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 of us even expected. Right. Um, which, I didn't is, which is remarkable. Be, yeah, I didn't expect them to be six and zero, oh. and especially when. Obviously, you have Pickett out, and he's missed, I believe it's the last three games. And Manny Camper, who was kind of thought to be their second guy, is has been a bit inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he has his games where he's – he has his games where he's going to shoot 7 of 11 and score, you know, 15, 20 points. But then he goes out there the next game and shoots 3 for 12. Right. I, mean, I think this like I think this weekend highlights it perfectly. I mean, he had 17, 9, and 6 on the on the Friday win. And uh you go to the uh go to the Saturday win. I believe he only had, he had seven. I want to say, yeah, I'm about to say seven, seven on yeah. two of nine. He had 13 rebounds in that game. Right. Uh, which he deserves a shout out that he didn't have an assist either in that game, not one. Um Jordan King, 21 and 21 points and then 22 in those games. He is emerging as the guy as uh, as like the second guy mm-hmm. on that team 
Um, but if they can get games where, you know, you would think they get picket back eventually soon, I know it's a hamstring and that can be kind of a lingering thing, I would say. And then camper is inconsistent, but Jordan King has kind of been the consistent guy for them. Mm-hmm. And if they can get those three on, Oh, they're and, and unstoppable. Stretch. I don't think there's a team in this league that can beat them. No, no, I'm I'm in total agreement with you there. Total agreement. Right. So moving on, um, Manhattan with the sweep over Niagara uh, down at Dratty Gymnasium. Um, good sweep for them. Uh, they needed. They. I, I feel like they kind of needed that. It I was yeah. Four, I was four in league play. Yeah. Because even if they did a sweep there, they would have been three and five, and they're still kind of towards the bottom of the league. This kind of propels them to mid-pack, mm-hmm. which is probably a good thing. They can kind of get themselves back into conversation to get a bye, right. which is the top five in the league get a bye. Um, so, I mean, good sweep for them. Yeah, Niagara has kind of disappointed me, I will say. They're four and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, five and seven overall. Um, I, I thought they would be a little better than this. But yeah, yeah. Like no, said, I agree with you. I agree with you. Right. Like you said earlier, it's the weird back-to-back thing. They might still be getting used to that. Although we're basically we're basically at the halfway point in the season. Yeah, I mean, some teams have already played 10 games, so right. It's which is pretty crazy. I mean, Monmouth, Monmouth has played 10. Maris has played 10. Uh, Niagara has played Niagara's 10. They're four and six. Ryder, Fairfield. Fairfield. Iona's only played four, and they're back on a COVID pause. Mm-hmm. As are the Griffs. Uh, they have not played. They have not. Pl- as are the Griffs. They will be the the Griffs will be back. I think it's January thirtieth. Yes. Um. Yes. They will be back. I think Iona is slated to be back then as well. Iona hasn't played since December twenty third. It's been nearly a month that they have gone without playing. Now I believe they're scheduled to come back on the thirtieth as well. Yeah, I'm fully so. expecting a, a Rick Pitino May Madness tweet at some point. Oh, I'm sure. We, he basically, <laughs> yeah. He's tweeted about it so many times now that it's just, I, I've come to ignore it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's like, fair uh, enough. That's he, fair he, enough. He thinks the tournament should be in May. Yeah, Rick, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, anyways, just to, just, you know, to make a quick point about Manhattan, um, I, I think that this this sweep here has the potential to really get them on a bit of a I think it does a hot still. streak here. I mean, this I mean, obviously it's still, you know, we still got half of a, you know, you know, 12 games left for them, but um right. I think that this is the kind of series that they needed, you know, cuz like right. like you pretty much just kind of pointed out earlier, um, you know, if they if they get swept here, they're 2 and 6 bottom of the league, you know, who knows where they go from there. Right. You on the other side or on the on the flip side, you get two wins here, which they do. You're 500 in the conference. You're right in that mid pack with so many other teams. And right, and and like we've said, we think there's going to be a lot of teams that hover around 500. Right. Exactly. Just because of how the schedule is. mm -hmm. And we we talked about this back in like I didn't want to say like the preview episode. You know, just how important it is to get sweeps when you can. You know what I mean? Because we we expect the majority of these series to end in splits. So whenever you can get a sweep, especially against a team that is pretty much on your level, I would say in Niagara, um, that's huge. It's definitely big for them. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We'll go to the third sweep of the weekend. Like we said before, three of these four series ended in sweeps, which is quite the outlier. 
Uh, Monmouth gets the sweep over Quinnipiac, 90-82 to in overtime on Friday. I did watch that game. It was a very, very good game, good back and forth, a lot of offense, um, you know, like we said in the final score there. Malik Martin uh, played really, really well for the Hawks in that one. Um, Quinnipiac had some balanced scoring, but just on the defensive end, they didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mon- Monmouth scored 19 points in the overtime yeah. to Quinnipiac or Quinnipiac, yeah, seven. Um, Monmouth was just hitting shots when they needed to, and that's you know why they won that game. So right, right, I got gotcha. you. Um, uh, shout out to Jacob Pergoni though, 18 and 14 for them. That's right, a, that's a heck of a performance. Right, yeah, I was gonna say he he. He stood out to me big time, although eight of his points came on free throws. But, you know, the 14 rebounds is definitely something to write home about, mm-hmm. um, which is good. And then they uh, finish off the sweep 70 to 63 on Friday. Rigoni again for Quinnipiac. Uh, he had 19 and eight. Um, he scores from the free throw line. He he doesn't miss free throws a lot. <laughs> um, he's one of the better free throw shooters in this league. Um, Monmouth had more of a balanced scoring. George Pappas was uh, the only one who scored in double figures on uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Dion Hammond shot two of eleven. Which, well, I mean, I, I have a question. Do you think do you think Monmouth is the second best team in the MAC? Because I'm I'm starting to think I'm starting to lean towards it. I'm starting to think. I'm maybe start, yeah, them, I'm starting to Iona lean towards maybe. Yes, I I feel like I still need to see a little more out of Iona. They're three and one in the league, but again, we haven't seen them play in almost a month. It's been just about a month now since they played a conference game. Their last conference game was on December 19th. It's right, January true. 18th right now. <laughs> uh, they haven't played since the 23rd. The 23rd was a non-conference game win over Coppin state um, nearly a month ago. Like we said, uh, it'll be interesting to see, how they come back because sometimes we see these teams coming out of these lengthy COVID pauses. This isn't just Mac, but I'm, you know, this is a general observation around the country that some of these teams come out slow Mm -hmm. and they don't play well for a couple games. And I'm intrigued to see, uh, I'm sure we'll get into it later because Villanova is going to be coming off a lengthy COVID pause. They haven't played since before Christmas. They'll play for the first time tomorrow night. And uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they'll look, but also I'm intrigued to see how uh, Iona will look in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But right. to answer your question, <laughs> uh, right now, yes, I do think Monmouth is the second best team in this league. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Like the more, you know, the more that they continue to come out and, you know, uh, they, they've won the games that I think they, they should win. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. Obviously, they had their uh, the two losses to Siena, which right. you know that best team in the league by far. Um, and then they had their other loss was to St. Peter's by two. Um, so, and, and even so, I mean, they only lost to Siena by one in that. Fir- I want right. yeah, in that first game of the. They uh, lost to Siena by one. They lost to St. Peter's by two. Right. St. Peter's isn't as good as they were last year. I'd still kind of put them at a mid-pack team. Mm-hmm. This year, maybe slightly top half. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, but, I agree with you. But I mean, you know, just to, you know, for them to lose by one to Siena, um, right. you know, I, I think impressive. it does kind of show that they, you know, say in a tournament setting, you know, best of one, you, they, they could make it a ball. They game. have a chance. Yeah, they have, they have chance. They, they've showed yeah. that they can keep up with yeah. Siena. And I believe and I mean, that was, I think Pickett was in that game, I want to say. 
Yeah, he was. Um, so yeah, I mean, it proves that they can potentially, right. uh, you know, ha- have a game with them. Which is, I mean, yeah, this 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 Sienna team is vulnerable. I mean, you know, I I don't think there's there's no team, not just in the MAC, but in the country, I'd say that you know, invincible, they're right. incapable of losing a game. Like there's no teams that are like that ever. Um, but that does show as well as the Ryder game did on Saturday that these teams are vulnerable and they can be beaten. Like they beat Ryder by two mm-hmm. on Saturday. So right. very true. Very true. Yeah. You know, so I think that's interesting. <laughs> uh, the last series uh marist splits with fairfield um i didn't really pay attention to that series to be honest with you yeah um fairfield is down to three and seven in the league they're three and 12 overall um that was their first win since january 2nd um but 55 52 win on saturday for fairfield it was 73 63 on friday uh for marist um our guy Hakeem Bird has not um, played as well as well. he didn't really yeah, play well. No, he is not. I, I, I've, I've, I've taken note of that because I mean I was a big fan of his. Um, right. You know, that was the first, the first series for Canisius I was at. Right. Uh, the, the, the opening game of that series back whenever the heck that was. What December? Uh, January. Yeah, but, December 11th and 12th. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't believe I thought that was in January. What is wrong <laughs> with me? It's so weird. Time is so weird. Anyways, um, <laughs> time is weird. <laughs> time is weird. <laughs> time it's it's still 2021 time doesn't really exist yeah no time <laughs> time is a man-made uh a man-made concept anyways yes, i'll get well i'll, I'll get back I'll, I'll skip the philosophical yes the, the philosophical talk on that uh hakeem bird he has fallen off a little bit i agree with you i was very right. impressed with his game early in the season has not played as well for them uh jordan jones has been playing well for marist um you know uh despite the loss he on has, yeah saturday uh 17 and 7 for him two blocks uh, you know he's he's probably one of the better big men in the conference i would have to think i, w- I would agree um, with that yeah he's up to he's up to double digit scoring yeah um you know he he stood out to me five and a half um, rebounds also about. back in december um at right. that game so uh yeah i mean maris you know just another again another team sitting at 500 um in, in this conference fairfield now at three and seven um you know we've kind of talked about them basically saying that they've are probably one of, if not the worst team in the league this year, um, mm-hmm. just from, you know, both on paper and uh, on mm-hmm. the court. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's nice for them to get a win, nice for them to get a split. Right. Um, but uh, a, a bright spot for them has been Jake Wojcik. Mm-hmm. Um, he's put up double figures in seven straight games, I think. One, two, three, four, seven straight games. Um so he's done well for them. He is a Sienna, former Sienna commit uh, way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, he committed to Sienna, I believe it was during the Jimmy Patsos era. Oh, wow. That's, so that was two head yeah, coaches. That's a throwback. Um, it is. Uh, <laughs> and then when Jimmy Patsos left Sienna, um, he decommitted, went to Richmond for two years and then transferred to Fairfield. So he's back in the Mac. Things are coming uh, full circle for him. Yeah, no I kidding. <laughs> no kidding. 
I also got to say, I have been a little disappointed in Jesus Cruz. I thought Jesus Cruz was going to have a really, really yeah. strong year for them, but he's kind of only averaging eight a game, 38% right. he, shooting. He, he has, he's declined since mm-hmm. last year. He's taken a step back. He was a double digit scorer. Yeah, no, I, and, you uh, know, I thought, I thought coming in, he was going to be potentially the guy there, um, mm-hmm. you know, so a little disappointed for him. I mean, you know, right. he's not, he, not playing like atrociously. I mean, he's playing all right, no, but no, you know, it's, I, I was just expecting him to take a bigger step where, rather than right. kind of taking a step back. Right. Cause he had, he had increased his points per game total every year and he's a senior up until this year. So his freshman year was 9.1 then 9.4, his sophomore year, 11 last year as a junior. And now it's dropped to 8.3. So uh, that's his lowest total of, uh, his collegiate career. So, mm. so Sienna is at the top of the league. They're six and oh, I, I would say Iona is technically second. They're three and one. And yet yeah, if you want to go winning third, percentage or whatever, <laughs> yeah, so on and so forth. A bunch of 500 teams. Marist is five and five. Manhattan's five and four. St. Peter's and Canisius are both three and three. Niagara's four and six. Ryder and Fairfield are both three and seven. Quinnipiac is one and three. So, Moving on to national, the biggest, I would say, news of this isn't a, you know, a game scenario, but it's general news about the NCAA tournament. Um, They are changing how they seed the teams to an S-curve instead of doing it geographically, Um, which is a good idea. I figure like it. You know, it wasn't surprising that um, this news came out. I'm kind of surprised it came out this early, um, but it was kind of something that we all expected, I think. So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's only fair. I mean, you know, right. like, like, like you said, like in years past, um, you know, if this is a normal year, um, you know, obviously Gonzaga is going to be playing in the Western, the Western right. bracket, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, depending on the one, depending on who the one seed are, right. the higher seeds, you know, obviously they get the geographical advantage, but right. So um, I think, I think it's only fair personally. So it'll be like, so that, so that would basically have it. So like in the elite eight, um, like the number, so we'll say the number one overall seed is probably going to be Gonzaga. And then, so in the elite eight, they would play in theory, the worst two seed. Right. Right. In the tournament. Which which does make sense. Um, you know, the problem, because it has been, you know, in the future or in the past, I'd say, say in a year, Gonzaga is the, the number one overall seed. You put them in the West region. And then let's say the two seed in that region is, we'll just say, because they, they like to make it so the one, two, three, and four seeds are kind of playing in each, you know, bracket are kind of playing in their area of the country. So let's say, just for example, Arizona is like the number six overall team. So that would put them at the second two seed, and they play in that. And they play, you know, they're the two seed in that region. They would play Gonzaga. It's like, you know, how is that fair to Gonzaga? They got the number one overall seed. Why do they have to play the number six team instead of the number eight team? You know right. what I mean? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it didn't really make sense to me in the past, kind of how they see the team, because I, I, you know this, but they, but some of our viewer listeners might not, how they seed the tournament is, yeah, you have your 16, you know, bracketed teams in each region, but then they go through and seed the teams one to 68. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was never necessarily like, yeah, the number one overall seed is the one seed in this region. And they're going to be in the same region as the number eight team. Right. Right. That's not how, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're going to make that. Now I'd like to see it in the future, although I think it's unlikely because, um, you know, these teams, they want to play in their region. Like say Gonzaga is the number one seed. They're going to play in San Jose or something like that. And then you have the two seed Arizona. They're going to play in, I don't know, Los Angeles or something. I don't know. I, I doubt San Jose and Los Angeles would both get first rounds in the, in the same year, but yeah. I'm just saying that. <laughs> right, right, right. But th- what they're doing now, and obviously because the tournament is going to be in one location, it makes more sense because teams aren't going to be flying wherever, we'll say three times in the span of three weeks. So in theory, six times actually, because you got to go you know, back to campus during the week. So I think it makes sense what they're doing here. So it does. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think that's, you know, especially with the uh, the circumstances this year, I think that's probably the, the way to go right, for right. sure. Like I said, I'd like to see this in the future, but I kind of doubt it. <laughs> so another, so, so I, I just wanted to hit on that quick because I think it's interesting. Um, And the college football playoff, they're like, you know, We'll just say the college football playoff, for example, because, I mean, it's easier because then we have four teams. It's like, you know, one always plays to four, two always plays to three. It kind of, this is kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, you know, we're gonna, the NCAA saying, oh, we're going to have the one play to three and the two play to four because it's easier geographically. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, right. True, true, true. One plays to four, two plays to three, you know, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, blah, blah, blah. So. <laughs> It makes sense what they're doing, I think. It does. It does. So another uh, news item that came out today um, is Duke and North Carolina are both out of the top 25. Man, what, what a time to Duke be should have been out. Duke should have been out a while. Ago. Well, this yes, is that, is that is a fact. That is a fact. Yeah, that is a fact. They should have been out a month ago, but they're now out now. Um, This is the first time since December of 1982 that Duke and UNC are out of the top 25. I was wondering if I was hoping you had that stat because that was really, really curious. That is insane. That is insane. If you throw in Kentucky into that, it's December of 1961. That is insane. (laughs) It is actually like, that's insane. I mean, the fact that, so many blue bloods are having down years all right. in the same year. It's just, it's, 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 it's remarkable. Like it's really remarkable. I mean, right. I don't think anybody really, you know, you, I'm sure somebody could, can't come in and say, Oh yeah, Duke ain't going to be that good this year. And I'd be like, you know what? You're probably right. I don't really think right. that Duke, I, I didn't think Duke was going to be very good this year. Um, I thought Kentucky would be, would certainly be better than where they are right, right now. Right. I wasn't necessarily sold on them coming into the year, but I didn't right. think that they would be this bad. And, you know, UNC was another one where it was like, they didn't have a good year. UNC didn't have a good year last year. Well, right. Exactly. Very true. And I mean, you lose your best player in Cole Anthony. Um, you right. Know, so, you know, you bring back Garrison Brooks or whatever Garrison Brooks is a good player, but um I just don't I, – I, I figured that they would maybe hang around like the 25 to 15 range for a while, right. maybe lose a couple games and drop out, and then, you know, just kind of hover, be a fringe top 25 team. But 
I mean, it's it's, it's when they it's they dropped crazy. out. They they dropped out because they lost to Virginia Tech. Yeah. On a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And, and Virginia Tech was just the better team in in that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, like you said, these blue bloods are certainly like Kentucky's obviously bad, and they're not going to make the tournament. Duke and UNC are both in danger of missing um, mm-hmm. right now, as is Michigan State. Yeah, true. I didn't think about Michigan State. It's a good point. Mich- yeah, Michigan State is disappointing too. They're two and four mm-hmm. in the league. They're eight and four overall. I mean, I think like if you said to me, pick a team to make the tournament out of Duke, UNC, and Michigan State, I'd go Michigan State. Um, I think of those three, they're the most likely to make the tournament. Um, I'd put Duke second, UNC third. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's like you know, this was this was a tweet this morning. I retweeted it. Shout out to the guys at Heat Check College Basketball um, for this. And it said, "Would love to know the last time all of these teams were unranked in the same week: Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Michigan State, Indiana, Syracuse, Florida, Georgetown, Arizona, Memphis. All of them are unranked. That's, I mean, I would I, have to." think that's never happened before right i would have yeah i was gonna i think i don't know the answer but i would think never is a safe guess (laughs) yeah no kidding and by the way just to kind of hop off what you were saying earlier um i was just uh peeping out uh joel and artist bracketology at the moment uh this he he made this on january 15th so uh three days ago it's a couple days old um but he had north carolina as an 11 last four in so they would okay. be playing in the you know the first four uh yep. whatever um and then he had michigan state and duke in the last four buys and he had duke okay. as an 11 seed and michigan state as a 10 seed so okay. just to you know reiterate your point they are all three of them are bubbles. in danger like right they are right. firmly on all three of them are on the bubble and the fact that we can like we are sitting here talking about this in january that North Carolina, like Duke, and Michigan like mid, State. Yeah, mid-late January. Yeah, like all three of them are currently on the bubble is remarkable. It's insane. Right, It's just right. insane. I mean, I who, who would have thought that ever, period, not just this year, but ever we would be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's right. crazy. Here's a trivia question for you. Because oh, God. I'm I, I looked, I went through it yesterday or uh, this morning. So I didn't include Michigan State in this, which I'm – Maybe should have, but I didn't. When was the last time that Duke and North Carolina missed the tournament in the same year? The same year. Can I ask for a hint? Um, it is. Well, well, here, no, no, here. This, this is going to be my question. Was I alive when this happened? No, you were not. Okay. Um, I have no idea. So I am just going to throw out a random year and say 1979. You're close. Wow. 1974. Oh, wow. Was the last time that Duke and North Carolina were not in the tournament the same year. It was a, and that was, that was when it was a 25 team tournament. It was 25 oh teams God. in 1974. That's crazy. And Duke, ha- Duke hasn't missed since 1995. I was about to say, yeah, I knew, I knew for a fact Duke has been in every year. I, knew, I was about to say, I knew that for a fact. But 1990. And then 
before that, you have to go back into 1983. So they have missed, we'll say, twice since 1983. That's crazy. And the last time uh, North North Carolina would not have made the tournament last year. So, you know, we don't count that. But uh, the last time North Carolina missed the tournament was 2010. Mm -hmm. Okay. Man. Yeah. Blue Bloods. Not good, how, how, how about that? They're not good this year. No, they are it, not. It's kind of, I, I kind of hate to say this, it's kind of refreshing. No, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to see like, you know, new kind of new faces or not necessarily new faces, but like, you know, teams that you don't necessarily see, you know, every year top to, I mean, like obviously Gonzaga, Gonzaga is good all the time. Baylor, right. they're they've been hit or miss in recent history, right. but you know, I feel like more often than not that they've had a tournament team, mm-hmm. um, you know, Villanova, obviously they've risen, risen to power in the last decade and change. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa. I mean, I was again, another hit or miss team, but I mean, they, right. you know, they're normally they're not this good. Right. Um, Texas, Texas, back. absolutely. Texas back Tennessee, you know, another, I mean, the majority of these teams are like, it, they're, they're hit or miss. Like so, a lot right. of years that they can be, there are years where they're really, really good. And then there are also years like, you know, I mean, you can, you could look at this list and say, once Luca Garza leaves, oh, Iowa will go back into irrelevancy. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I, I think Iowa, that, well, they'll be back to a fringe top tournament. 25. Yeah. Fringe tournament team. Right. Um, so it, it really is kind Tech, of crazy. Nobody expected Texas to be this. No, no, absolutely not. And you know, just the fact that this, you know, you look at this top 10 and just the top 25 as a whole, and, you know, it's so unusual not seeing, you know, the blue bullets. It's so, right. it's so weird. It's, it's so, so, so weird. Right. But like you said, I, I do agree with you. It is kind of refreshing. I mean, to see teams like Alabama, Minnesota, um, Clemson, uh, you know, I mean, Oregon. Alabama. Yeah. They don't take them. They don't. Alabama. 100%. Glad to see that. You I, know, tweeted, they had a bit of a I tweeted start, it but... the other day. I tweeted it the other I think it was, it might have been on Saturday. I just tweeted rank Alabama. And <laughs> they ranked. listened. <laughs> the they committee listened. listened. <laughs> the pollsters listened, I should say. Oh, oh boy. Shout out, so, Neil. Yeah. Shout out, Alabama. 100%. Right. UConn is ranked now, too. They're, they're well, a new rank. They lost today, so <laughs> they did lose today. So that they'll immediately fall out. <laughs> but it was fun while it lasted. It, it, was, it was fun while it lasted, UConn. Oh man. <laughs> Shout out Posh Alexander. He played really well today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I haven't had a chance to watch any of their games yet, but I've heard he's he's a name to he's a he name is, to watch. He and uh Julian Champagny uh played well too. He didn't play well until like the last ten minutes or so. And oh, I tweeted Johns. during the game because I was watching it. I'm like Julian Champagny has like really struggled. And this is like, they, they were down like five during this. <laughs> and I said, they have to get him involved and he's got to make shots consistently. Like as soon as I hit send tweet, like he started making shots. So <laughs> I'll take, I'm going to take the credit for that. <laughs> I don't blame you there. That, that, that is hundred percent warranted. I give you, I give you the credit. Yes, I, I should get it. So um, moving on to the weekend. Uh, last week and the game I was uh, most interested in and I was locked in on on Saturday it was number 21 Ohio State then number 21 Ohio State they're now uh, 
15. Ohio State is a top 15 team. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, and they beat Illinois, who is 14 at the time. They're now 22. Uh, they beat them on the road at Illinois, 87 to 81. EJ Liddell played awesome. Uh, he had 26 points on 10 of 16 shooting. He had seven rebounds, shot four of seven from three. Uh, Dwayne Washington played well. Seth Towns played well. Awesome to see Seth Towns playing well after all the injuries he had at Harvard. Right, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, it's great to see him playing well. And yeah. they did this without Jimmy Sotos and C.J. Walker. They were both hurt. Yeah, that's a heck of a win, man. I mean, this Ohio State team has bounced around the top 25 all year. But, I mean, this is is a quality, quality, quality win. I mean, Illinois is a good team. You know, they're – you know, I think they're, what, now 23rd, 22nd? 22nd. They're 22nd. 22nd, But, I mean, they're 11th in Ken Palm, you know. So, they're they're a good team. And as you know, I think as as any listener of this podcast, regular listener would know – I love this Illinois team. I have been yeah. eyeing this Illinois team for a long time. And I have said in the past, they need, you're going to get a good performance almost every night from Kofi Coburn and Io DeSumo. Like right. almost guaranteed they are going to give you at least, like Coburn will probably give you double-double. DeSumo will probably give you like 20, 25 and five, pretty much every night. Col- Coburn on Saturday, Coburn had 15 and 11. He shot seven of seven. He didn't miss a shot. Yeah, like exactly. Like you consistently you're going to get good games from them the issue is their supporting cast is so inconsistent so 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 inconsistent that is the one problem with this Illinois team is that if you could consistently get 14 points from Adam Miller and you know Curbelo off the bench if he was consistent if they both of them were consistently giving you double digits and you know here and there you get a, a, a another guy um I don't know. Let's just say like a, a I, I was, Frazier I was, or something like that. I was like, hoping they would get more out of uh, Bezhenishvili. Yeah. Yeah. He's another guy who's like, he, he's been hit or miss. You know what I mean? He's another right. supporting cast guy. That's been really inconsistent. Early, I, rem- I remember the game against Duke. I think it was the game against Duke way back when that was, what was that? December 8th. He had 11 points. He shot four of six. I'm like, here's your bench guy. Yeah. It's like exactly. one of their first games. That, that was Illinois. I want to say it was their fifth game of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I might have watched the Baylor game too. I did, and he had 15. Yeah, I watched Illinois yeah. back-to-back games. And I was like, okay, here's your guy. Right. No, okay. I was thinking – I mean, I watched – I watched. I remember that same thing, I mean, with the, with the Baylor game. I mean, I was very, very impressed with him. I thought, you know, this – like you said, this could potentially be your guy to give you that, you know, that boost off the bench. I mean, you know, Colburn <laughs> – realistically isn't probably going to be playing 35 minutes a night you know what i mean most big guys aren't that conditioned but right you know if you if you know if he could come off the bench give you some good minutes give you say 10 points and you know five rebounds in limited minutes you're looking good but again it's the 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 supporting cast has just been so 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 inconsistent and it really scares me because you have like i said desumu coburn two studs, two very talented right. players. But when you get two to the tournament, the top 10 players in the country, right. But when you get to the tournament, this, I think this Illinois team has the potential to be the biggest. I, I was about to say that like they can get up. They, they can be in danger of falling to, you know, a five, like a 12 seed in the yeah, first round. Exactly. And, and, and that's like whatever and, seed they get. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now they kind of look like a four or a five seed to me. Yeah. yeah um, no, I agree with you. But yeah, they have, 
they have upset potential. No, so. they do 100%. <laughs> but like also on the flip side, if the supporting cast shows up and you got Desumu and Coburn playing well, this team has final four potential. You know what I mean? It's, right. They, right. This I would say that this is this Illinois team is probably going to be one of the bigger question marks heading into the yeah, tournament. Yeah, they def they definitely feel like an all or nothing team. Mm-hmm. So, hundred percent. All right, that's uh, my that's my Illinois rant for the day. Yes, that's okay. We'll we'll take the <laughs> we'll take the Illinois rant. Another. This is basically results from Saturday, which I'm gonna which we're gonna be talking about because it was so busy on Saturday. Yeah, it was a lot of lot of big games um, Saturday. A lot of upset. We'll go to the next one that I had um in my notes here. Butler with the upset of Creighton. That was a, that was a surprise. To that, that was a yeah, surprise. Very surprising. I was not expecting that at all. Cause I, you know, Butler is not particularly great this year. So no, I mean, that, that's a no, that, that is a upset of upsets right there. That's a big one. Right. Cause I mean, yeah, Butler, it was their fourth win of the year. They were three and seven coming into the game. Uh, they're, their wins were, were against Western Western Michigan in, during non-conference play, and they beat them by four. Mm-hmm. They beat a Providence team who is meh, and they beat Georgetown who isn't that good. <laughs> and then they go out here and they beat the number eight team in the country. <laughs> man. <laughs> All right, man. Shout out to Butler. <laughs> yeah. Shout yeah. out to Butler. Anyway. What, a, what a year. What a roller coaster of a year. Uh, uh, it was Aaron Thompson had a good game for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out Aaron Thompson. No, it's too bad. Denzel Mahoney, man, 29, seven and yeah, two for the loss yeah. and three steals. That's, that's, that's he's tough. A good, he's a good player. He's he a, is. Denzel Mahoney is a really good player. Yes, uh, he is. They did. They definitely missed Marcus Zagorowski in that game because Creighton is not the same team without Marcus Sigurowski. Mm-hmm. No, that's 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 a fact. That is a fact. I mean, no. he's he is a very 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 good player. I mean, he's right. you could argue he's almost like the engine of that team. You know what I mean? Like he's right. I he's, agree. He's very very critical to their success. And Mahone Mahoney has stepped up in the two games that um, he's been out. He had Mahoney had twenty four points against St. John's. That was a ninety seven seventy nine win but then they they definitely 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 missed him on saturday um yeah. so uh creighton will play again on wednesday against providence creighton fell to what did they fall to they fell to 11 so they didn't fall too bad right, they right. fell from 8 to 11 yeah that's not um, too bad. which is not bad not bad at all um so next up michigan is having a roller coaster of a week we were talking about it before we started recording but uh We'll start back on January 6th. Michigan beats Minnesota 82 to 57. And then on Absolute Saturday, Minnesota, Minnesota beats Michigan 75 to 57. <laughs> and it wasn't that close. No, it was not. No, it was not. Um, I mean, if this doesn't, if that, that's, that, that those scores do not epitomize the insanity that is the Big Ten this year, I don't know what does. Right. Because, I mean, that, any given team in that conference at any given night can beat any given team. It is it, mm-hmm. the the talent in that conference this year is just astounding. It really, really is. I mean, like Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota, Minnesota was a good team, but I mean, I, I'm not sure either of us really. Ex- you know, I thought they could potentially pull it off. I thought that they had a good chance to, but I don't. I was not expecting right. them to win by almost 20. No, I wasn't expecting it. And I mean, that that game was. 
25 to 30 point margin in that game. And it, it ended at, what was that 18? Yeah, 18. Uh, but it was more 25 to 30 range the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota is like the epitome of a Big Ten team. <laughs> That's and pretty like, accurate. Because like at, on the road, they're terrible. They are terrible. No, I know. You know, I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna point that out. I was. <laughs> I had that stat ready. You, you beat me to it. But yeah, go, they they go have ahead. have they have they won a road game? They no, are they eleven have, and zero at not, home and zero and four on the road and zero and four on the road. So, but then at home, like they're eleven and zero. Yeah, eleven and zero at home, zero and four on the road. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be also, hilarious. They also it's play be hilarious when they lose at Pinnacle Bank on uh, Wednesday to Nebraska. <laughs> yes, it is. That's my folks, upset pick. I was about That's to say, my folks, upset folks, pick of the week. <laughs> Nebraska is going to beat Minnesota. Contact your bookie immediately. We have, and it is going we have and an it's upset. going to be funny. <laughs> They've also played. Oh no, it got post- oh no, it got postponed. Never mind. Oh, I forgot. No. Fred Hoiberg has COVID. Yeah, they have. Oh a big, shoot! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, team. they got COVID. Yeah, they had a big thing. They had like. Was it like twelve positive tests or something Oof. like that in tier one? Oof. Like seven players, I think Yikes. it was. Well, that's not. Yeah, not, not, not a great for them. Look. Not a great look for Nebraska. Yeah, this, no, no like, kidding. I not that not, not that Nebraska has had any good looks this year, but no, that is another I mean, I mean, not dating, good look. Dating back, dating back to March too. I mean, you remember during the Big Ten tournament, Fred Hoiberg was like on the bench, like so sick. Yeah. They said he, they, I, I don't want to spend, and I don't know anything, but like, yeah, he probably had COVID, but yeah, probably. So, yeah, I just want to point out Minnesota has played eight ranked teams this year. They are four and four in those games. I just thought that that was interesting. Um, yeah. I, I'm on. I got to see this. Is it? Minnesota is four and four in the league, and they're number 17 in the country. <laughs> oh, God. That is, that is just hilarious. Actually, you know what? Is there any other teams with similar records that are like that high? Yes, West Virginia is number fourteen in the country, and they're two and three in Big Twelve play. (laughs) Oh God, that's pretty hilarious. But actually, you know what? I do want to point this out. Minnesota is now through their stretch from hell. I mean, they are. I mean, I'm just looking at this like Illinois, and they went three and four. Yeah, it's not no, bad. they did. Not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, like you play, you play Illinois, you get smoked. Then obviously you have the win against St. Louis at the non-conference, which is a good win. St. Louis right. is a good team. That's a good win. Um, St. Louis is a good team. They're ranked. Iowa, formerly ranked Michigan State, which I mean, you know, looking back on it, maybe not as impressive as a win as it once was. But either way, that wasn't ranked Michigan team, Michigan State team at that point. At Wisconsin, you lose. O- Ohio State, who was just sort up the rankings, that's a good win. On or you know, that's at home, but. Yeah, obviously it's at home. Um, right. Uh, at Michigan, you lose. At Iowa, you lose. And then you bounce back against Michigan. And their upcoming stretch at Nebraska – well, okay, never. we just talked about that. That's supposed to be Anyways, uh, Maryland, at Purdue, at Rutgers, Nebraska at home, Purdue at home, at Maryland, at Indiana. Those are seven winnable games right there. Right. Those are seven winnable They'll games. They'll go like four and three. They'll go like four and three because that's how they are. But. Yeah, yeah, good point. But those are, I, I will say, seven winnable games. Uh, Rich Patino, my guy, Marcus Carr, my other guy. If you can give me six and one out of there, I'll be very pr- proud of y'all. Very proud of y'all. Yeah. Shout out to Liam Robbins. 
Yeah, and a uh, good point. Another shout out to Liam Robin. The Liam Robbins. So, is that that might be the end of our uh, big tw- or our, of our Big Ten talk? <laughs> our weekly twenty-minute talk about how insane the Big Ten is. Yes. <laughs> Pur- Purdue got a top twenty-five point. Did you see that? I did see that. I did. Holy cow! Honor, does he? I'm curious. What is Northwestern uh... lost? Northwestern lost again. They're three and five. Uh, that was that was fun while it lasted. Yeah, it was. That was that was. Well, like, I, I will say that like was they, a good. They, they had they had a stretch of hell similar to, um, Minnesota, but they lost five of those six. So right, right, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they they, they, they can certainly fight back. They still have one more left because they got to play Wisconsin on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, heck, heck if they so. can somehow manage to win that game, and you know. I mean, if they can finish like, you know, a bit above 500 in the Big Ten, I would have to think that you're in a pretty good spot to make the tournament, or you know, even right. close, to, or even 500. Period. You're right. probably in a was, decent spot. I mean, the, the big, the Big 12 is going to, or the Big Ten, is going to send nine or ten teams to the tournament. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can get to 500 in league play, yeah. yeah. What the hell? Yeah. You should go in. Lenardi's got them in the first four out at the moment. Uh, okay. The fourth team in the first four out. And he also has Maryland uh, in the first four out as well. I don't um, think of Maryland as a bubble team. I think of them as a pretty solid out, but okay. Yeah, no, I was thinking that myself. I mean, he's got he's got 10 Big Ten teams in, and he's got Maryland and Northwestern chilling in the first four out. He's got Penn State in the next four out. What? Penn State? <laughs> What are Penn you? State. What are you kidding me? Penn State he's got zero four, three and five overall. Penn State in the next four out. Joe, are you smoking crack? Oh my god! What? What? I mean, they they beat Virginia Tech. What? Are you? They haven't, they haven't played. They haven't played since December thirtieth. They haven't won a conference game. <laughs> They've only had three opportunities. They still haven't months. won a conference game. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! But that, man. That's still next four out. So they're like the. No, sixth. I know. But either way, I, I they're not even in the next next four out in my mind. Like <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! Let's put, Nebra- let's put Nebraska in. Yeah, I, you know what? If we're gonna just throw every Big Ten team is, I'm down. I'm for it. I'm I'm perfectly game for that. Let's let's have some fun. Like every single one, get them in. I mean, realistically, like if if Penn State comes out has a little hot streak and Maryland and Northwestern have a hot streak, this dude could have potentially 13 Big Ten teams in the tournament because he's got 10 of them in right now. I mean. That's just ridiculous. That is absurd. By the way, the record the record is eleven from a given week. The oh. record is eleven. Holy smokes, man! I mean, heck, I mean, Maryland Northwestern shown in the first four out. They they go they get on a little hot streak here. We could be looking at twelve Big Ten teams. I don't know. While we are at it, while we are at it, let's put Boston College in the tournament. You know what? <laughs> down. I'm down, man. There's, you know what? Screw hey, it. They've give, holy cow. They've won three games. They have won three games. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just as many as Penn State. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh granted, God. one of them was over Maine. But shout out to, uh, shout shout out to the Maine. Black Bears. Shout out yeah. to the Maine Black Bears. 
Rivers. Facts. Shout out to the state of Maine. Very, very underrated state. It, it's a no. It's a very good state. Yeah. It's a very good state. Underrated. It, it, it's pretty. It's pretty high on my state power rankings. I'm. I'm glad to hear that. I'm. I'm I would have to put it up towards the top two. I enjoyed it's, my time yeah. there. It's a. Uh, I go there every summer. So. Oh wow. I. I nice. New New York can stay number one, but I'm I'm gonna put Maine at number two in my. You know state what? Power. I like that. I respect that. Thank you. I definitely respect that. Uh, we should we should do um, speaking of you know we're gonna we're gonna plan more podcasts instead of March Madness uh, bracketology. We should just do a state power rankings <laughs> podcast. We should be like, all right, guys, big podcast coming up this week, and just like tease it and like never not say what it is, and then just have it be our state power rankings. <laughs> Alabama is number fifty. Yeah, I was about to say Alabama's low, <laughs> like low. Alabama's very <laughs> they're low. in like the next 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 four out. Like they are. Yeah. <laughs> they are nowhere to be found. Basketball team, not so much, but the That's state. True. Well, fo- football team too. Yeah, football team too. But yeah, they uh, they just won they just won the national championship for the millionth time. So. Yeah, shout out to Nick Saban. <laughs> shout out Nick Saban. Shout out Mac Jones. Shout yes. out Devonta Smith. Yes, at major shout out Devonta Smith. That's my guy. Yes, love Devonta so, Smith. That was you know. I don't even that know what our, I don't even know what talking, segment that those was. Those are talking about nothing. For yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> as as we do as we do every podcast. Yes, yes. 100%. All right. So, I have a bit of ACC talk since I just brought up Boston College and why they should make the tournament at three and ten. But, <laughs> um, uh, Virginia beat down of Clemson. Oh, that was a blowout. Eighty-five blow to fifty. I was not expecting that one either. No. Nobody on Clemson scored more than eight points. They had two starters that didn't score. Um, yeah, that's not a recipe for success. Their no. starters combined for fourteen points. I mean, I, I thought I thought this was a game that because like, you know, obviously we know how slow Virginia plays, and Clemson is kind of a slowish team too. So I was thinking like this is a game that ends like fifty-five to fifty-two yeah. or something like that. But then Virginia just goes out and scores 85 points, which was it was 20 like to three at one point. It was. It was 70. It was not 70. It was 33 to 17 at halftime. Virginia scored 52 points in the second half. It was 29 to five. Yeah. What? Oh my God. It I was missed 30 this game. I think I was probably I, I did too. I missed it too. Oh, um goodness. well, honestly, I'm was, glad I missed it. Now. It was it was 33 to nine. What? Late in the first half. Oh my lord! Thirty-three to nine, dude. That was bordering on the greatest game, or well, not actually. No, it wasn't. But I was gonna say. I mean, that nine points with two and a half minutes to play. I mean, you're you're, you're pushing NC State twenty-four. You are. Rate, I mean, you are. You are. <laughs> oh god! But that was with uh, about two and a half minutes left in the second half. That's insane, man. That yeah, you are pushing on good. That. That, by the way, I just I do want to say that was I that that's probably one of my favorite score lines of all time in any sport. That Virginia oh, Tech forty eight to twenty four. I was Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech scored forty eight points and they won by twenty four. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite stat lines of all time. Like like in any sport, I that is just a yeah. fantastic stat line. Well, my, there are a lot my of favorite good ones, but my favorite individual stat line is Tony Snell. But oh, facts the zero 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 in like twenty six minutes. He was just running around. He was just, he was running, just around. running around. <laughs> That's my favorite individual stat line. Yeah, no, I, I my favorite game there. stat line. I wanted maybe about ten years ago there was a game that ended. I think it was thirty-three to thirty. 
really don't remember uh, who was playing i once covered a game between sienna and st peter's uh probably about three or four years ago and it went to triple overtime and the final score was 59 to 57 oh and it went to triple overtime that's um that's that's i hated remarkable. it and i was i was like sick as hell on at the oh, table God, too. that's terrible I was I was like on the verge of death. That is like like I rem- like I remember I remember before the game like standing up for the national anthem. I was like, oh my god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh and god. like like I couldn't hold myself up during it. It was oh, it was bad. And then I the game was almost three hours long. Yeah right. So. Oh my god, that is Cause awful because it, it went that long. Yeah, so. that is that is atrocious. That is it, actually it was, it was very bad. The worst the worst college basketball game I've ever been to. And I think that will, that is hard to beat. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was the, what's the worst game I've ever covered. Um, so I haven't done a whole lot of college. I've mainly done high school right. in my day, but um, probably I covered a football game at all high stadium. You know, where all high is right. That's right down the street from yeah. Canisius. Yeah. Um, yeah. I covered a game there a couple years ago. Um, I forget who was playing. I think it was, um, I think it was Bennett and Niagara Falls. Well, it's, okay. uh, this, you know, this is Buffalo high schools, but, um, right. anyways, I believe it was like, it was like a game late in the year. I want to say it might've been a playoff game. Um, and it was like both teams for whatever reason, like normally high school teams tend not to throw the ball a whole lot, but for whatever right, reason, right. these, these two teams just wanted to go air raid. So, I mean, there were a ton of incompletions. It was such a slow-moving game. Um, You know, clock stopped every 10 seconds, it felt like. And it was, like, 15 degrees. And the press box was, like, is, like, good enough to fit, like, two, three people in it. And plus, they they had, like, uh, Spectrum News was, like, broadcasting the game. So, they had their announcer in there. So, they didn't want anybody in there. So, I was staying on the field the whole time freezing my butt off like it was just it was just atrocious i'm sure you have plenty of stories like that too but oh yeah that's that's I, the one that I sticks was, out uh, to me <laughs> i i did a game it was a game it was a football game i think it was like early like i think it was in like september um but it was just dumping rain the entire oh, game that's terrible it dumped rain the whole the whole game and the and like it was so sloppy too i want to say the final score was like 12 to 6 or something <laughs> like that it was ridiculous oh my god it's um, terrible yeah that's that's why i'm not i'll do it i'm not particularly a huge fan of covering football yeah but, yeah i don't blame anyway. you well thankfully i mean if they do play football this year in high school it'll be in, in the spring, spring. Yeah. So hopefully it, it may rain a lot, but it shouldn't be as might, cold. It might be nice. It might be nice. Yes. A, Keyword a there is nice. might. The potential is there for this to be nice, but it is. It, <laughs> it probably it's won't there. be. <laughs> it's there. Oh um, god. Anyway, next up, I want to give a shout out to the Houston Cougars. They're having a heck of a year. On um, yeah, I, I watched their game yesterday afternoon against UCF uh, before the football game started. Uh, they went out in that first half, and I'll tell you what, they were wow. They were in good. that first half, it was it was thirty-eight to nine at one point. Holy smokes! Um, in that first half, they won seventy-five to fifty-eight. It was it was forty-five to nineteen at the half. Um, you know, I was I was kind of skeptical of Houston. 
I want to say, I'm like, they probably shouldn't be as ranked as high as they are. They're in the American. The American's not a good conference. <laughs> but this was, this was, I want to say it might've been the first time I watched them. If, if I haven't, I hadn't watched them in a while. Um, but I might, I did, I think I watched their game against Tulsa. The game that they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, their one loss. Um, but um, Quentin Grimes is really good. Quentin He's a great player. Justin Gorham uh, played well. The Houston is a talented. Yeah. Houston is a talented team. Kelvin Sampson has gotten a lot out of them. Um, and like I said, I was skeptical, but I think you know if they can play to the level that they did on Sunday, especially in the first half, this can be a team that's Final Four good. Yeah, honestly. No, I, I, I I'm in agreement with you 100. I mean, they're. Like you said, I mean, Quentin Grimes has been fantastic for them. Um, I think they're well coached. You know, I. Kelvin Sampson is one of the better coaches in the yeah. country. Nobody really talks about how good he is. Yeah, it's uh, true. Marcus Sasser is a good player, too, for them. Mm-hmm. He averages 15 a game. Yeah. I mean, it's. They. If. I mean, like you said, the, the, the one big question mark I would say heading into the tournament for them is just. The American is not that great of a conference, right? You know what I, I mean. Think, I think they're kind of. I think they're kind of similar to Illinois, like you were saying. Like obviously, you know, it's kind of apples to oranges. But I think the depth of Houston is kind of a question mark. I mean, they have the two guys in Grimes and Sasser, but I think outside of that, it can be a bit of a question mark at times. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I would agree with that. But I was very impressed with them on Sunday. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. Are you, are you, did you, did you, uh, you got everything done? Cause I had two points I would like to bring up. I have one. I have one more. Oh shout yeah. Out. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have two more shout outs. Actually. Okay. Do it. Uh, shout out to Oklahoma state. Yes. Big win over Kansas. Uh, big win for that. They're, uh, I'll say they're not quite ranked now. They're getting there. Um, yeah. depending on how this, uh, how their appeal goes, they might be eligible for the tournament. And I'd say they're a tournament team right now. Yeah. I hope they are. I'd like to see Cade Cunningham play some tournament Uh, ball. Yeah, I would too. I think, I think it would be great for college basketball. I think Oklahoma state fans would, you know, say be like, okay, let's go to the tournament and we'll take our band next. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, you're never going to, well, not maybe never, but I mean, realistically, it's probably gonna be a long time before you get a prospect as good as Cade Cunningham heading in, in Stillwater. So, right. So there's that. Uh, my last shout out goes to Utah State. Uh, they swept San Diego State on Thursday and Saturday. Wow. Um, the Aggies are now, they have now won 10 in a row. They have not lost since December 5th. That loss was to BYU. They started one and three, and they have not lost a game since then. So, wow. Quick shout out to them over on the West Coast. The Mountain mm-hmm. West is a conference that I like watching. So, and they've, uh, They've really done well for me. I've tweeted about Namias Keda a couple times. I really like watching him play. I like watching Marco Anthony. Dustin Bean is a really good forward on that team, although he's a bit inconsistent at times. When he is on, he's on. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Utah State. That's my last <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. I didn't even know they were playing that well. Good for them. Um, all right. My two shout outs. Got to give a shout out to Mac McClung, uh, Texas yep. Tech. Big, big win. Very impressive win over Texas. Um, you know, I mean, Texas has probably been one of the hottest teams in the country up to that game. Right. On, I think it was, yeah, on Wednesday. It was on Wednesday. Um, and, I mean, Mac McClung played a heck of a game and, of course, drills the game winner 
uh, you know, right. ice in his veins, huge, huge, huge shot for him. He had 16, eight or excuse me, that was not looking at the wrong, uh, looking at the wrong stat line here. Um, but yeah, he played well. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's a very good player. Uh, you know, obviously we kind of knew he was a good player at Georgetown. So, um, for him to continue to play well and continue to show that, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, a. I almost feel like this change of scenery has upped his game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I almost feel like I it's it made him too. a better I mean, player. I mean, Georgetown is not a good program right now. Mm-hmm. And Chris Beard gets the most out of his players. I think Chris Beard is like one of the most underrated coach, coaches. Absolutely. Nobody really talks about. Absolutely. But, uh, he definitely is one of those guys who I think could yeah. maybe end up at, at an even bigger school than Texas Tech down the line. Yeah, no, I – I think potential is there for sure. Um, but uh, he, uh, 22, five and two in the Texas win. That's, that was the correct stat line. I was looking at the wrong, yes. uh, he had wrong 24 in the loss there. against Baylor. Yes. Yeah. And that exactly. That, that's the other thing I was going to bring up. Obviously, you know, the tough loss to Baylor, but either way, he still played very, very well in that game. I thought so. Um, yep. Shout out Mac McClung, shout out Texas tech. And my other shout out, if I can pull up the numbers here, St. Bonaventure, baby. St. Bonaventure, true, true. Western New York basketball, Southern Tier, St. Bonaventure Bonnie's four and one in the A10, six and one overall now. Um, they're at the top of the A10. Yes, exactly. Yes, top of the A10. Um, not a, not a whole lot of super, you know, you know, quality wins. You know, they haven't beat a ranked team or nothing like that. Uh, best win is probably, I would think, Richmond uh, so far. Yeah. Um, but I mean, two big games coming up here. You got VCU on the 20th and then you're at St. Louis on the 23rd. I think those two games are going to be very telling just to see, to see just how good this team is. Um, but, but I will say I am very, very, uh, yeah. very impressed with this team. Um, you know, any, any time a Western New York team is playing well, makes me happy. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. when Buffalo was ranked, you know, it's always, always fun to, you know, because I've always been a very big fan of basketball, and obviously there isn't a ton, you know, at least growing up for me, there was never right. a ton of basketball, you know what I mean? Bonnie's was relevant here and there, but, I mean, UB was never good. Canisius and Agar were never good, so right. um, always, always nice to yeah, see them I'm play disappointed well. that they're – because Canisius plays Bonaventure every year, and, you know, they usually produce good games. I I like talking to Mark Schmidt every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um But, yeah, no Canisius Bonaventure game this year, which kind of sucked. But Yeah, that was unfortunate, but – Either way, I mean, I did. I just wanted to just want to shout out Bonnie. Uh, you know, Jaron Holmes. Uh, I want to say he had a, uh, yeah, he had thirty-eight against St. Joseph's, uh, St. Joe's on January sixth, a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I remember oh, wow. seeing that yeah. stat line, and I was like, whoa, that is uh, that is noteworthy. <laughs> that is noteworthy. I can't um, remember if I don't think I did because he's been a lot better than what. Uh, we thought he would i don't remember because i vote in the uh the all big four uh preseason teams mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i don't remember if i voted for him or not yeah i must have he had 11 he averaged 11 a game last last year or just about 12 i probably threw him in there mm-hmm. but i just don't remember yeah yeah no it's understandable yeah he's playing well um also got a shout out uh Speaking of Bonnie's, uh, Dom Welch, uh, Cheektawaga, yes. Cheektawaga grad, uh, local kid. If uh, Fun fact, the all-time leading scorer uh, for men's high school basketball in Section 6. Hmm. 
all time. Like every every ever. class yeah. ever. He had like 2,700, 2,800-something wow. points in his career. Um, at Chictawaga. So yeah, got to give a shout out to him as well. Yeah, uh, I, I've liked uh, I've liked watching him play uh, through the first couple of years of his career. He's a junior now, so yeah, yeah. yeah I like, a bit I of like, a, uh, yeah. He's kind of he's, he's coming coming into his own. You know what I mean? He was kind of right. had a bit of a slow start early on in his career. I think you know the hype of him being you know such a good player uh, at locally was uh, right. You know, kind of made people have higher expectations uh, for him, but he's 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 definitely coming into, into his own. That's I'm happy to see that. But so, Kyle, my I shout like outs Kyle are done. <laughs> yeah, I like Kyle Lofton for Bonaventure. I like Osuno Sunei. Um, yeah, he's also for them as well. well for them. He he's had some he had some injury problems last year, and he missed a good chunk of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like watching him play. Yeah, like I said, I I I miss seeing Bonaventure because I like I like to see them in person now. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I have not. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's it. That was unfortunate. I was kind of disappointed to see that they yeah. couldn't make that game happen. But yeah, it yeah, is what Canisius, it is. Canisius didn't play any uh, non-conference games. Mm-hmm. So right. They had one scheduled against Binghamton, but it got uh, canceled. So and got the axe. Yeah, that was that was the end of that. So <laughs> we can get into some predictions and then uh, we can get out of here. Yeah, I'm about to say I got to watch the Buffalo Sabres disappoint me. Come on. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, and, and the the Kansas Baylor game, which is the oh game facts. Oh, we I have forgot that about that. That's that 10 game minutes. start. That game starts in about fifteen minutes. Oh wait, we gotta call. So, we gotta predict it now. We gotta predict it now. We got ten Baylor. minutes. Baylor. Uh, yep, give me Baylor as well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was anticlimactic. No, that was very anticlimactic. But yeah, give me Baylor. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to. We don't have a too much this weekend unfortunately we'll go we'll go all the way to saturday uh because it looks like we have do we have one or two on saturday we have two on saturday uh we can go yukon against creighton uh i think well these both teams that kind of had some tough losses so right um i think creighton i I think you know it's at you know at, at, at omaha or in omaha i should say so uh I'll, I'll roll with I'll roll with I'll roll with Creighton. What does John Rothstein say? Isn't like Omaha somewhere in Middle America or whatever? Yeah, you know, yeah. For them? So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go Creighton. Right. So yeah, I'll, I'll go Creighton as well. We're we're kind of being boring this week, but <laughs> not not all uh, lot of games. Anyway, later so. on, later on Saturday, it's at four o'clock. Ohio State and Wisconsin. Hmm. This is a more interesting this is game. An interesting one. This is an interesting one. Um, I'm going to go Ohio State. Yeah. I think, that, I think they ha- – I love Demetri Price. I love Demetri Price. But mm-hmm. uh, I think I think Ohio State pulls this one out. Um, I'm leaning more Wisconsin. Okay. I'm going to go Wisconsin, I think. I, you know, Ohio State's been hot, but I think Wisconsin – I think it's going to be a close one. I think this I think this will probably be within five, six points, but I, – I think it will, too. I, think I, will. I will I will go with – I will go Wisconsin. I'm, I'm not expecting a random ranked Big Ten blowout. I, I think no, I'm not. We'll be close. <laughs> I'm not either. I have a big upset pick on Saturday. Oklahoma State's going to beat Baylor. Oh, I like on it. On Saturday. I like that. That's my upset pick. I like that. Uh, so that that that's what I'm rolling with. I I I 
I could, I could see, see I could I could, I could see, see Seton Hall beating uh, Villanova tomorrow night too. I don't think it'll happen, but I could yeah. see it. I mean, I, yeah, that's just the question mark with you know because Villanova is going to be coming like. off the long pause. When, I mean, when was the last time Villanova played? <laughs> December twenty third was the last time they played, so uh, almost a month for them. Uh, well, there's one more. Oh, there's one more ranked game if you want to do it. Missouri Tennessee Saturday night. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. Um, <laughs> I will roll. Oh, yeah, that's a late start, 8.30. We have a lot of ranked teams playing on Saturday, but they're not. Yeah, not a lot of games. Not a lot of good games. Uh, uh, I'll go Tennessee there. Yeah, I'll roll Tennessee as well. I like Missouri. I like Missouri. I like what Quanto Martin is doing there. Um, But I just – I have – I see – Tennessee kind of get just getting the better of them there. Yeah, I think I think Tennessee is just the better team. Honestly, so, it's just how it is. But right, right. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee is really good. They have a lot of guys. And yeah, they're I agree. they're better than like last year. I'd say even. No, I think so too. And they were good. I think last, so too. They were really good last year. Yeah, I think um, so too. So I thought they were potentially like a sleep if they had the tournament. I thought they would they were could potentially make a decent run. I mean, I was. Right. I, 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 I thought was so too. I thought so team. too. Um, right. Right. And honestly, so, I, I'll say this one too, just before we end, just because I was just talking about them. Bonaventure St. Louis Saturday night. Ooh, where that is at St. Louis. It is. I'll go St. Louis. Yeah, I think so too. I yeah, think, I, I, you, I think you hate to say it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they were playing in in Bonna, I think uh, I think I might have. I, I might I might have been more confident in World with right. Bonnie's, but and you know, if they were fans at that one, that oh, it, that would be a heck of an atmosphere. That would have been a hack of an atmosphere. Dude, that would have been like, I mean, <laughs> we would have been probably, if this was normally, we would have back in school. I mean, I would have texted you and been like, yo, you want to go to this game? <laughs> I, no, I would have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would have been, oh, that would have been such a good atmosphere. I, so I, was so, I was so disappointed last year that Dayton didn't play at Bonaventure. Now that, Because oh, I would have been, been like, I don't care one. how much tickets are, I'm going. Yeah, no, but they did 100%. So. That's true. That was a missed opportunity. Yeah, it would have been, but oh well. Yeah. Well, that's All right, it for so me we can. If you're done. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm good. So we can get out of here. Yeah, we can go. So I that will be it. And then flip between that and Baylor and yeah. Kansas. Hey, go Bills. Go yes, Bills next yes, week. Yes, yes, yes. Go Bills. Go Bills. This is against insanity. Kansas City. I hey. can't believe this is the reality I'm living. But <laughs> anything is possible. That's oh, don't even. I swear <laughs> to God, I will. Mm-hmm. I will cry. Either that, even if we get Henny and we do win, if we have to play, play Brady in the Super Bowl, I literally will not sleep. No, it, the the Packers are going to beat Tampa. I really hope so. I would I honestly, as scary that is to say, even though Tampa's probably the worst team, I would rather play the Packers because I don't think I could mentally take playing Tom Brady. Playing Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Like I literally, like I said, I would not sleep for two weeks. I'd be bad. <laughs> But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, we're done here. I like Robert Sala. I like Robert Sala. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very coach. true. I, I like that hire myself. I, I was, I'm I a big fan of it. with that. So, yeah, that will uh, that will do it for this week's episode of the Talking Smack podcast. My name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Good night.